the antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck. was withered from tonight's visitor to the antidote household i'm dave hawkins and thanks for tuning in i first heard households music when they signed with the blood and ink record label back in 2014 and considering that they're a fairly young band i was really surprised by the depth of their songs both in the music and the lyrics 
and they may fit into a sort of a subgenre of a subgenre, but they're a mix of hardcore, melodic, punk, emo, and post-hardcore. It's really outstanding. Household is led by their vocalist, Josh Gilbert. Josh and I met at this year's Audio Feed Festival for a really cool and a really wet talk about the nature of the music of Household, their popularity, and why he was forced to change his vocal style. And you'll enjoy some of that conversation right after the song Guilty Gone from last year's Time Spent LP.
The antidote is sitting down in the rain with Josh from Household. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm excited about this. So tell me what you do in the band and who the rest of the band members are. Yeah, uh, I sing in the band. We're a five-piece, and we have two guitarists, Nathaniel and Abby, who are actually my cousins, and then we have a bass player, Josh Check, and our drummer, Matt Anthony. It's a pseudo-family band. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, yeah, three-ish family members, but... Yeah, we enjoy it. Okay, I want to take it back quite a ways. Test your memory here. What was the first meeting like when you decided to form Household? Or was it that formal? It was definitely a process. Um, we started thinking about the band maybe eight years ago. We were in high school. Um, me and Nathaniel and Abby knew we were going to start something. And um, we kind of decided, like, yeah, we were going to go for it. And then we, we sort of found our members slowly. But I do remember the first time we were ever in a room as five of us as a band and we all just kind of stared at each other and we're like, this is it. <laughs> we're doing it. It's just a fun little memory, I guess. And that was how long ago? That was like July of 2013. So three years ago. A lot of miles on the van since that point. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We, uh, we bought a new van just like two years ago. Probably put up 100,000 miles altogether on it. Yep, that's a lot. <laughs> you were telling me just prior to this interview starting that you had spent some time in Calgary. What were you doing out there? Uh, I lived there in high school. My my dad took a job up there as a pastor, so I was there for three years, just right outside Calgary in a town called Strathmore. Was this downtown Strathmore or suburban Strathmore? Uh, Strathmore is one mile by one mile city, so I don't think there's really either of those. <laughs> it was just a neighborhood, really.
As I said earlier, Household is a relatively new band. Their debut EP, With or Without, came out just two years ago. And the song we just heard, Reservoir, came from that release. Another solid track from the EP is something we all go through. Trials. band members themselves was everybody coming from the same direction basically it's punk but were you all coming from that punk background not at all actually um me nathaniel and abby grew up listening to some of those punk bands like children 183 it was a big band for us as we were young impressionable kids listening to punk music but um no i mean matt never listened to to heavy stuff 
prior to joining the band, like maybe a couple bands, but he was mostly into more so like indie rock or alternative or just other stuff. And, and Josh, um, Josh Check listened to, he listened to lots of stuff, but I wouldn't say even now we're all on the same page musically. Um, we all have different influences and we kind of just settled on whatever weird shop genre we are, you know. <laughs> Doesn't it ever create strife though, if you're not all coming from the same direction? Oh yeah, definitely. We're trying to write our next record right now and again changing because you know you've heard our first record compared to the record we just released it's vastly different we're changing again and it's always a guessing game as far as what we're writing because who knows what people are going to think of it what direction can we go we sort of pulled off two different sounds can we pull off a third i don't know we'll see, we'll see how it goes i was surprised to find how big a change there was between household's 2014 release with or without in last year's time spent for you vocally because Josh you drop most of the screams and you switch to a more melodic style yeah I actually have permanent vocal damage so the change wasn't at all voluntary at first it was I literally can't scream like I used to and um, we kind of had a meeting one of the desperate meetings where we're like what are we gonna do is someone else gonna scream should we find someone from outside the band should Nathaniel do it you know how are we gonna do this and we kind of just all decided we wanted to keep our positions the way they were, whatever that meant stylistically. So we just adjusted and I kind of, I've coined this phrase like preventative yelling, you know. I'm still not doing it healthy, but it's at least preventing further damage. And so it's kind of this weird hybrid where it is right now of, of sort of supported yelling and screaming, singing, you know. I'm not sure if a lot of people are really aware that, yeah, you can do a scream without vocal damage, but that's a real learning curve. Yeah, the more I learn about it, I feel like our voices aren't meant to yell like hardcore vocalists yell. Um, of course, there are metal vocalists, I think, that kind of use that more girthier or fry sounds, and they use like proper technique, and they can really... Um, uh, carve the sound out with you know positioning of the mic and just like proper breathing techniques but when it comes to hardcore vocalists it seems to be more about passion and just yelling until your voice breaks which is what I did <laughs> just it's not good for you you know <laughs> and eventually there are cases where people virtually do lose their voice I think way back to audio adrenaline and their vocalist his voice just kept deteriorating and deteriorating till he can speak but singing wise it's almost impossible yeah, and that's the worry. Um, I'm still amazed that after all the trauma that my voice has seen, I still am able to, you know, sing and play sets and do interviews, you know. Um, I don't know if my voice is different than his or from other vocalists, but yeah, even with vocal damage, I'm able to continue, and that's, that's crazy. It's awesome.
song Understanding off of the debut release Wizard Without from Household sort of shows how Josh's original vocals were. But then from time spent, the full length, Josh gives a subtle shift to his vocal style on Sway. Okay, so they threw you out of Calgary. You had to move to Minnesota. It was the only state that was going to take you. You share a lot about Minnesota in your music. What is it that means so much about Minnesota to you? Uh, I love that you noticed that. I think what makes Minnesota so special to our band is the music scene. That is not only a cool music scene of, of good bands and fun, fun musicians and good friends, but it's just... They welcomed us when we really had no idea what we were doing. Um, yeah, that, there was one song on our record called 828, which is the house number for um, the house that we had there. We, we'd have house shows often. And I just remember thinking that I didn't really deserve the welcoming that we saw. Um, there are just so many, so many kids there that I feel like without even trying, they just they welcomed us into this music scene and we were adopted into this family of just amazing musicians and friends. And yeah, I think that'll always be like a special place to us because this, this community, this fellowship and connection that I don't think exists in a lot of places that we've been, you know, it's, it's something special. Well, you brought up the point about doing shows, doing a house show versus coming here to say playing audio feed. 
got to be a huge difference in the dynamics of how you present the band. Yeah, it's definitely different, and I'm used to the the house show thing. I mean, the show we played last night super fun, but we hardly play shows like that. You know, we're hardly on a stage even at all. So that feels a little more. I don't know if awkward's the right word, but it feels. I feel more out of place on a stage like that. The DIY house show style venue is is much more comfortable for us. It's eye level with people, and you're just right there next to everyone, and that that feels really good for us, at least. It has up until this point, you know. Talk about your live shows. How insane is it? <laughs> well, if you're at the set last night, it was definitely more insane than I was expecting. That was, I would say, that was probably our craziest show. So many things happened that I didn't know were going to happen. People shaving their heads and lifting up our bass player as he plays guitar, and people crowd surfing in a barrel, like. <laughs> I did not expect any of those things. Even last year, it got pretty nuts, but mostly just stage diving. This was like quirky and uh, just funny. Funny stuff was happening. Um, that's not every show for us, of course, but it was definitely a special one last night. This is Josh Gilbert with the band Household, and you're listening to our music on The Antidote with Dave Hawkins.
Household's been getting a lot of media attention, really, since your first album. Have you ever found that to be a surprise? Or what do you think it is? Why are you getting so much attention? Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely don't know why. I didn't notice at first, but a lot of what makes our band uh, fun and I think what maybe is different about our band, or I, I don't, I don't know exactly how to word all this, but... Um, we do love just hanging out with people and connecting and it's not even like a, a strategy or anything but we just get to a venue and we just like start talking to people and um, so I think it's not anything like oh man their music or their performance or any of that I think we just really enjoy making connections with people and, and having actual relationships and I think that's really been helpful even even though we weren't necessarily planning on that as far as like growing our our band through connections but like there's just a lot of people that we've kind of that I would say are friends that also are part of like PR or media outlets and websites that have really helped us just through through friendship Stop! 
Something interesting I pick up from your music is how Household describes the trials you've experienced, but you take it a step further and you actually try to offer solutions I find in your music. That's different from the norm. Yeah, there are a lot of bands talking about difficulties and hardship, and of, of course life is full of those things. It's not like a rule or out of obligation, I feel like we have to find resolve. And there are songs where they maybe don't come to conclusion or like offer um, ways to fix maybe that hardship or difficulty, but gosh, if, if we're not talking about experiences where things have been healed, where perseverance has like made its way through, like um, of course there's a time to just focus on the trials. And I would say some of our music is kind of living in that and just uh, maybe some of our newer music even, it kind of lives in the sadness or lives in the, the hardship. but. Part of my soul wants to finish and, and give an answer to some of that that darkness and I think there's like a fulfilling a meaningfulness in doing that. What about those trials and struggles? You think it's important for people to experience that? Yeah not even that people should experience it I think most people do I mean, you know all people experience hardship and difficulties in their own ways and that's the beauty of music and, and lyrics and words and poetry is you can express yourself and you can express those difficulties you've experienced and something about the music allows others to relate with you and that's when if I can find some sort of redemption or healing or answer or hope in any way if I genuinely have experienced that how great is it that I can share that in the music and that we can share that and there can be not only this someone can relate to the, the hardship and the trials but they can also relate to like the redemption and the the hope it's not just a sad song it's not just a sorrowful song but it's there's actually hope and i do believe that so i think it's valuable to have that in some of our music you know what you're not going to drop music and just get into teaching then <laughs> I don't think it sounds so. like you are teaching <laughs> man that's funny because I don't ever view it as like 
you know, this is us teaching. But I do think, especially time spent, a lot of the songs are written in this idea of what is like a topic that we've gone through and can we summarize what we've been through and kind of the conclusions that we've came out of it with. And I don't think a lot of bands write that way. It's kind of diplomatic and it's very strategized, but it was almost just like a one-time thing, like for time spent. There's the ideas we wanted to share. And I, I was very pointed with just like, this is something that is a thing or that I've gone through. And this is just like my retrospect feelings on it, you know?
We're having a trio of songs from Household. We've just heard Safe Sound, which is the prelude to the song Western. Coming up, we'll have Unearned, and then we'll go back to the last of our talk with Josh Gilbert of Household. guys run with a pretty heavy schedule you've had a lot of dates this year and i understand you got a west coast tour coming up too yeah we like to keep busy when we moved to minneapolis we basically surrendered all of our other obligations and we just committed to the band 
So we spent the first year there, and then since then, have tried to do basically full-time touring. So this year's actually been a little slower than it was last year, but for the most part, trying to fill up the calendar with as many dates as we can. Since we're going to make you now an honorary Canadian citizen because you spent three years in Calgary, ever going to do any dates in Canada? Um, yes, actually, we've played Canada quite a few times, actually. We've played Toronto twice. Oh, and I missed it. Yeah, we played... Uh, we played there with a band called The Obsessives just in February. And we played there, we played Toronto, and then I think it was called Bremerton? Brampton. Brampton, sorry, yeah, just a little bit west of, of Toronto. We played there. Um, and we did a Calgary date for my, my friends like maybe two years ago. So I love Canada, it's so, it's awesome. <laughs> you never want to play Brampton, just a word of warning and sorry to anybody from Brampton listening. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was definitely a different type of show, but it was fun. I guess we've pretty well got to close this thing up, but I want you to do me a favor and actually choose the closing song for tonight's show. You could end with uh, I've Been Places. And how come? That one just felt special for us. We actually kind of premiered that last year at Audio Feed, the first time the single was out. And uh, we actually wrote that song first, like years before Time Spent came out just has like a punk song for fun and it kind of translated into this this close song about prioritizing relationships and, and things in life that really matter over just trying to have fun or just uh, just trying to get by but actually being present and so I really appreciate that song. And how do we find you online? All the regular social media outlets. But it is called Household. It covers a lot of ground. <laughs> We gotta find the music of household. Right. Uh, definitely, we have a Bandcamp. If you could find Blood and Inks, Bandcamp, their website, they have all our music up there. But we're on Spotify and iTunes and all the the regular media outlets. I think. Josh, it's been great having a chance to meet with you and talk about the music of household. Thanks for joining the antidote. Have a great and hopefully dry summer. Yeah. Thanks so much, Dave. I really appreciate it.
I may have mentioned this during my introduction for tonight's show, but I really appreciate the focus and the mindset that comes out in the music from Household. It's been a surprise to find that kind of depth from a relatively young band. Our guest next week isn't new, but he is young, sort of. Kevin Young of Disciple comes to The Antidote for a talk about the band's 13th, yes, check that out, 13th release, Long Live the Rebels. Disciple has really been a mainstay in Christian hard rock since 1992, and for good reason. They create some of the most solid songs you can find anywhere in the music scene. And I guess I may be dating myself when I tell you that I first saw this band in 2006 when they were touring their outstanding Scars Remain. You'll get to judge if their aggressive lyrics and music have carried on to Long Live the Rebels next week. Several more of the guests that are set to join the antidote in the next few weeks are Greg Freeman, the quiet entertainer. He takes the show in a different direction as we look at the music scene from an electronic hip-hop ambient music producer's eyes. The famous melodic power metal band Theocracy comes to share their upcoming release Ghost Ship. And we'll meet the indie experimental folk of Even Oxen. So October is going to be a great month. But I guess I've been talking way too much here. So I'm going to shut up, close up the antidote with the song Discretion from Household. And you have a great week. <laughs> 